I think what's happened in the last two and a half years has created more opportunities for people than at any time in the last 50 years. So on today's show, we'll explore some of the planning items to consider if you find yourself between opportunities. You've got to be ready for this next phase so you can maximize and take advantage of this opportunity. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Well, glad to have you back on another episode of My Retirement Clarity. This one is going to kind of touch on maybe a difficult topic for some, getting between jobs. I know, Lee, you know, whether or not it's, it's by your own choice or not, and a lot of people are choosing to step away from work later on in their careers, like getting close to retirement, maybe reevaluating where they are, or if you're forced into an early retirement, possibly, or forced out of your job as you approach retirement, this is a situation more and more people are finding themselves in. Yeah, it really is. There's a whole lot going on with... Um just how the world has changed over the last couple of years. So uh, with, with COVID and things like that. So it should be, should be a fun show. Yeah. So no matter where you find yourself between jobs, we know it can be frustrating. And today we want to kind of help you understand there are maybe some opportunities out there for you. So we're going to provide you some considerations to keep in mind and discuss some of these challenges and opportunities if you are between jobs and hopefully this will help you out. And if you have questions for Lee, if you want to schedule a meeting with him, you can do so at talkwithlee.com. Very easy to remember that talkwithlee.com and you'll find all of our podcasts online at myretirementclarity.com. All right, let's go through some of these considerations, Lee, and also we'll have a mailbag question later on. So make sure you stick around until the end. But uh, the first thing to consider when you're between jobs is is it time for a new career? Is this an opportunity now to explore maybe that new career path that you've thought about for a long time, but actually just never took that next step? Yeah. You know, obviously there were a lot of bad things that came with, with COVID, but I think one of the, the good things that came out of, of this whole thing were, were the new opportunities that were created. You know, all of a sudden companies all over the place sort of figured out how to conduct business with, with people working from home. Um, and of course, we've we've determined and learned that there are pro, certainly pros and cons to working from home. But really what it did was open the eyes of hundreds of thousands of people all over the country to other opportunities. And so honestly, Ben, I would say right now more than almost any time that I can ever remember, the employee has the upper hand in, in the labor market. You know, Employers are desperate for workers, and certainly they're willing to negotiate the terms of employment. Um, and I'm not talking about just salary. I'm talking about, you know, flexible work schedules, days off, where you work. You know, it's completely different than it was three years ago. And so if you find yourself between opportunities, I, I think now is a great time to sort of look around for something new. Um, I, I've had some clients make make changes over the last two and a half years, you know, really sort of late in the game as far as their working career. Not all of them did it for money, of course. Um, a lot of them did it for sort of a change of scenery, just wanted to to do something different and to to get rid of the stress. And so, yeah, I mean, if you want to look at doing something 
different than you've done for the last 20, 30 years. Now's a great time to do it. And obviously there are a lot of people doing it right now because you can see all of the job openings that are out there. Yeah, I know it can be a scary prospect of thinking about trying to step in and do something new, but it can also be liberating too, right? Yeah. To have that opportunity. So yeah, it's a chance for you. All right. Um, what about this one? Is, is this maybe an opportunity now to work for yourself, right? You've maybe had a skill set or you've had a side gig for a while that you think maybe could become a self-employment opportunity. And it's, again, it's same like this other one, the first one we talked about with the new career. Maybe this is just a chance to, for you to take that leap that you've thought about for a while, but now all of a sudden your hand is forced and it could end up being a blessing in disguise. Yeah. I mean, obviously I'm an entrepreneur and, and I've really got a soft spot for, for people who want to go out and start a business. You know, I've done it a couple of times and, and it's really something that is a part of who I am. Uh, but it, but it's not for everybody, of course. And, and, you know, a lot of people need, you know, they need more security and, and the, the risk that comes with starting a business might be a little bit too much for some people to handle. But I think if you've got a good idea, um, and you've got an, uh, an idea that's good enough that you can build a business around and, and more importantly, that you can turn a profit with. I think now's a, a great time to do that. And please note that I did say make a profit because <laughs> if, if you don't make a profit, um, you don't have a business, you've got a hobby. Um, and I've got some clients who have hobbies. Um, they may have originally started off as business ideas and they've learned that, you know, those have kind of, some of those have worked out to be more of a hobby. Uh, but some people have turned it over into, you know, great businesses. Uh, so make sure you've got a, a business and not a hobby because of course a hobby can be really expensive. So, you know, if you find yourself unemployed, ask yourself the question, can you use the knowledge that you've learned in whatever field that you, you know, you were in? Can you build a business around that, doing some kind of consulting work or some other kind of thing you know, in that field where you can capitalize on that knowledge that you have? We live in the greatest country in the world, and I, I think it's the most business-friendly country that's ever existed. So if you want to start a business, you can certainly do it. You just got to have a good idea, and you got to have a plan. Um, and I, I would tell you, Ben, if, you know, if there are people out there listening to the podcast— because, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, you, you are sort of into podcasts. You could probably search whatever field or idea or whatever that you're thinking about going into. Search for it on a podcast, and, and there's probably somebody out there doing it uh, in that field. So search it, learn about it, and make it happen. There's never been a better time to do that. Yeah, that's a really good point. No matter what you're interested in, you can find information on it, right? So it's Ab it's absolutely. perfect to, to chase that dream that you've always had. Yep. All right. Well, this next one, Lee, is not really an opportunity uh, necessarily, but it is a very strong consideration that you have to keep in mind if you're in between jobs. And that's what do you do about health insurance? Because your employer's covered it for so long. What are your options now? Cobra, the marketplace, maybe your spouse. This is a big one. Yeah. And, and for me, this is really a tough one, Ben, because health insurance is such a, a real issue for a lot of people. Certainly, COBRA insurance is an option if you leave a company that provided health insurance, but it can be expensive. I did that years and years ago when I left the the large national wirehouse firm that I was with that that provided health insurance. I, I did COBRA for about 18 months and, and I paid through the nose with it. Of course, if you've got a spouse that has access to a health insurance plan where they work, that's 
that may wind up being your best idea. Um, but if that's not an option, then, you know, you've got to go out and do something on your own. And so, you know, there's certainly people out there who can help put a plan for you, uh, work something out for you that might fit what you need for you and your family, whatever that looks like at this stage in the game. We've got somebody here locally that we usually refer folks to, and they, they do a really good job with that, with both, you know, health insurance and helping people with Medicare. So, you know, you just want to know that, you know, a private policy could be an option. But if you've done that and you found out that, that that's going to cost way too much, you might want to consider one of these, these sharing plans that are really popular right now. Plans like MediShare, now not Medicare, MediShare. MediShare is probably one of the most popular ones. And, and as a matter of fact, it's one that I use for, for my family for probably seven years. And, and it really worked great for us. Um, so talk to somebody you know who's, who's used it before. Uh, and probably talk to a lot of people who've, who have done it. Uh, that's what we did. Um, it doesn't work for everybody, but it's certainly worth looking into. Um, again, we when we were looking at getting a private policy at the time, I mean, this is, again, seven years or so ago, our, our premiums were going to jump from like $1,200 a month for me, my wife, two kids, up to like $2,000 a month. And and I said, I'm not doing it. So we explored MediShare, talked to a bunch of people, and that's what we did. Very good to know. I know that's a very tough one, but again, you can re- rely on Lee for some help there. If you do find yourself in that spot and need some uh, guidance on health insurance, you can always get in touch with them again. Talkwithlee.com. All right. How about the number four here? It's a good, is it a good time possibly for a 401k rollover? Why is this a good time, a good time to be considering this, Lee? Well, I, you know, obviously if, um, you know, I always tell people if you separate for a company, whether that's, you know, by your choice or by, by their choice, you know, when you leave a company, your money needs to leave that company too. So I'm a big fan of you rolling your 401k over from that company plan to an IRA. You've got more investment choices. You generally got greater access to your money and you've also got a little more control on how and when you pay taxes. So if you're over 59 and a half, I think you should strongly consider rolling that money over to an IRA. But there, there could be an exception, and we've talked about this before on, on the podcast. If you separate from your company, whether you know, you're know you terminated or you leave voluntarily or retire or whatever it is, and, and it's the year that you turn 55, but before the age of 59 and a half, you probably should move all of your money to an IRA. And, and the reason being is that you can withdraw money from, from a 401k, you know, or, or an employer sponsor plan without a 10% penalty from the IRS for an early withdrawal. So remember, if you've got money in an IRA, uh, if you take money out of that IRA before 59 and a half, you could be subject to a 10% penalty. So don't take it all out and put it in an IRA before 59 and a half because you, even if you think you may not need the money, um, leave yourself, you know, a, a safety net there and leave some money there in that plan. So um, again, kind of as, as an example, let's say you're 57, no longer working for a company and you've got X amount of your 401k. I would say, yeah, you should probably move most of your money to an IRA, but you should leave a portion there just in case, whether it's for monthly income or in case you decide to start a business like we just talked about earlier. Uh, don't roll it all over, um, you know, just mindlessly make sure you've got a plan. Um, and of course, if you, if you don't have any idea how to invest your money, make sure you get help from a professional advisor. 
Um, not a stockbroker, somebody who's going to tell you two or three companies and they promise they're going to make it rain, but, but do this with an advisor who can, you know, put together a, a, a great portfolio for you, but who can also do a whole lot more than, than just investments. That, that's what you want to look for. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, very good. Got one more to be thinking about if you're in between jobs. And that's what kind of tax planning should you be doing? And, And, you know, depending on... When during the year you separate from your employer, you might have some tax implications to think about. Um, also, the lump sum severance, if you receive that, you might have a much higher taxable income this year than you normally have, which might require some planning. There's a lot of things to be thinking about here. But as always, taxes are something you need to have in mind. Yeah, this is a good one, Ben, because I think this is one that that sometimes gets overlooked by people. So anytime your income changes, your your taxes change, and this could give you really an opportunity that you may not have had if you were still working. So, you know, if you, of course, if you get a big chunk of money, chances are it's probably going to be taxed pretty heavily. Not always, but many times the the tax withholdings on a larger lump sum of money is going to wind up being more than you'll actually owe. So if, if that's the case, you're, you're probably just going to wind up getting a, a big, a, a bigger refund after you file your taxes. So I would tell you, once you have an idea of what your projected income is going to be for the year, um, and if we determine that it's going to be less than it was your overall income the previous year, then we've got a real opportunity for a Roth conversion. So, you know, maybe we use that decrease in, in taxable income to our advantage so we can pay taxes on a Roth conversion and, and get that money growing for you in a, in a tax-free account. Now, certainly you don't want to automatically do a Roth conversion right away uh, because, you know, what happens if you wind up getting a job very quickly and maybe it even pays more than you were making at your other job? Well, if, if, if that happened and you already did the Roth conversion, you could wind up being in a bracket that you probably didn't want to be in for this tax year. So anyway, there's always a, a tax consideration when there's a job change. And so that's why we, we focus so much on helping our clients plan to pay, pay less taxes over the long term than they're on track to do. Yeah, that's why you also have that book offer that we always provide here on the My Retirement Clarity podcast. If you are interested in learning more about tax planning and some ways that you can position yourself better in retirement, this this book offer is a great way to start. Yeah, I, th- I thought this was going to be a great segue to tell folks about this book. Yeah, if you want a copy of this book, it's called Diffuse. Uh, text the word Diffuse, D-E-F-U-S-E, to 478-475-2050. It's a great book on with strategies that you can implement on your own or with our help or with the help of somebody else to help you pay less taxes 
um, over the long term, just basically help you be better prepared, especially in, in light of what's going on in our in our tax environment right now. All right. So that'll conclude our conversation here on considerations, uh, financial planning considerations. If you are between jobs, again, whether you're fired, laid off, or just want to step away altogether by your own accord, it is something, there are some things to be thinking about right now. So again, if you want to sit down, talk with Lee, see if your plan is in place, see what adjustments need to be made or what other considerations you might have, just go to talkwithlee.com. That is the place to book a spot on his calendar. And if you want to call directly, you can always do that at 478 254 3550. All right. I want to get to a mailbag question before we close out this episode of the podcast. Had one come in this weekly from Rita, who was in Warner Robins. Uh, she says, I'm 61 years old and have never had a financial advisor. If I've made it this far on my own, surely I can make it the rest of the way. Correct? Possibly. Uh, I've talked about it on the show before. I, I don't think everybody needs a financial advisor. I don't know the level of complexity in your plan, Rita, or in your situation. So, yeah, it's, it's possible that you could make it. But I would say there's probably going to be some things that you may not be aware of that you don't know how to plan for. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you don't know what you don't know. So, yeah, you could certainly do it. But make sure that you do your homework and you make sure you cover every possible thing that you could possibly cover. Um, I, I don't know if you're married or not married. So I generally tell people everybody winds up hiring a financial advisor and it's just a matter of when. So Rita, fast forward to when you're 80, do you still want to be handling your own finances? Are you, are you mentally um, capable of doing that? You know, depending on what happens with, you know, our, our cognitive issues, because a lot of people have cognitive issues later in life and they certainly don't need to be handling their finances. So, yeah, you can do it, but it, it may be a little bit of a gamble. All right. I appreciate that question from you, Rita. If you have one for us, send it into us. We'll do our best to get it here on the show and do our best to answer it for you. You can go to myretirementclarity.com. That is the home for our podcast and a lot of great information there can be found. But also you can always visit talkwithlead.com to book a time to sit down and chat with Lee directly. All right, Lee, we always appreciate your time as always. And hopefully this one is a big help for those that find themselves in between jobs because I know it can be a very challenging time. It's definitely challenging for a lot of people out there right now. So make sure you um, go back, take some notes on this podcast. And hey, it's a great time to maybe explore some other opportunity. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode of My Retirement Clarity. For Lee Perkins at JL Perkins Wealth Management, I am Ben George. We'll talk to you next episode. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.